How many Shidduchim have you made? How many singles are on your list to assist right now? Welcome to the Transformative Duff. My name is Rabbi Daniel Friedman. Today we are on page 50 of Tractate Gittin, and we learn the importance of getting involved in God's primary occupation and the very first mitzvah to humankind. Welcome to the Transformative Duff, and thank you for being my Chavrissa today. I like to begin with the story. A Roman nobleman once asked Rabbi Yosef Bar What does your God do since he created the world thousands of years ago? Well, he's busy making marriage matches, replied the sage. Seriously? She responded mockingly. You don't need to be God to make a shidduch. Why, I have a thousand manservants and a thousand maidservants. Tonight I shall pair them up myself. The next morning she arrived to find them all battered and bruised. Not one of the matches had worked. She immediately called Rabbi Yossi and exclaimed, How great is your God! Today's stuff discusses the responsibility of a guarantor to pay and whether the debtor had property available at the time of the transaction, whether that matters. Let's look at the Gemara. And the halacha is, in all these cases, although the debtor does not have property, the guarantor becomes responsible for payment of that obligation, except in the case of a guarantor for payment of ketubah money. As in that case, even the husband has property of his own when he gives her the ketubah, the guarantor does not become responsible for payment of the obligation. Why not? Because the guarantor acted for the purpose of a mitzvah, and she did not lose anything because it wasn't actually a loan. Let's analyze the Gemara. When a friend offers to guarantee the ketubah payment, obviously he has no intention of ever paying the money. Why not? Because as a friend, he desires and assumes the marriage will last for a lifetime. He's not thinking about the possibility of divorce. They're about to get married. And after his friend's lifetime, the money will come from the estate in almost all situations. That's why the guarantee isn't binding. So why does he offer to act as a guarantor? Just to make the shidduch happen. Rashbam explains that by offering a guarantee on the ketubah, it motivates them to get married. And after all, she doesn't lose anything thereby, for most women want to get married. Hence, his actions were for her benefit too. Helping people get married is an enormous mitzvah. Any time you assist another person in fulfillment of a mitzvah, you are credited with the mitzvah. How much more so when we're talking about the very first mitzvah of the Torah? How much more so when we're talking about a mitzvah that enables people to bring more lives into the world, human beings who will perform hundreds of thousands of mitzvahs throughout their lifetimes? Just think about all those mitzvahs you are creating with the arranging of one simple shidduch. And as Rabbi Yosef Bar-Khalafta taught the noblewoman, making shidduchim is a divine preoccupation. If that's what God is engaged with, then certainly we must all dedicate time and effort to this vital task. Remember how lonely you felt when you were single? You are most fortunate if you have merited to meet your basharat. Now you must do whatever you can to help others find theirs. Do you have a list of single people you know? Everyone should keep a list, not just Shadchanim. Every person who wants to be involved in God's work should have a list of all the singles he knows. And... Periodically, you should call the people on your list to see what they're up to, or make a Shabbos dinner just for singles at your home. Sometimes you tell yourself, how can I introduce those two people? I don't really know them so well. I haven't done any background checks on them. What if he has some awful past that will later emerge? It'll be my fault. Perish those thoughts. Nobody expects you to hire a private investigator before making a shidduch. It's just a cup of coffee. They can do their own homework. Most single people aren't dealing with a phone that's ringing off the hook with potential dates. 
Generally, people will consider a suggestion if you've spoken to both parties and they're interested in meeting. And if they're not interested, don't give up. Call them next week with another suggestion. Sometimes the timing isn't right, even if they're presently not seeing anyone else. I recently attended a wedding of a couple who met at a barbecue. It wasn't just any Sunday afternoon barbecue. They were invited by their university professor, who teaches women's classes and men's classes. One day he invited each of the classes over to his home for a barbecue without letting them know he had invited the other class. You can imagine their shock when they showed up expecting an all-male or all-female event. But sure enough, at least one shidduch came out of that afternoon. Forty days before conception, marriage soulmates are hand-picked by God. Sometimes, however, it can take years to find one's other half. What are you doing to regularly take part in the very first mitzvah of the Torah? May you merit joining the Almighty in his great task of reuniting those souls, wishing you a transformative day. Thank you for tuning into the Transformative Duff Podcast with Rabbi Daniel Friedman. If you've enjoyed being my Chavrissa today, please consider purchasing the book series or partnering with the Center for Torah Values as we show the value of Torah and instill our values with Torah. Check it out at transformativeduff.com and across social media at Rabbi Daniel Friedman.